Welcome to EdTech Insiders, where we speak with founders, operators, investors, and thought leaders in the education technology industry and report on cutting-edge news in this fast-evolving field from around the globe. From AI to XR to K-12 to L&D, you'll find everything you need here on EdTech Insiders. And if you like the podcast, please give us a rating and a review so others can find it more easily. I'm here at ASUGSB with Ashley Chiampo. She's the Chief Learning Officer of Emeritus, one of the biggest online providers of executive education in the world. Hey, great to talk to you. Tell us a little bit about Emeritus. Hi, Alex. Good afternoon. So you were asking about Emeritus. We are a global education company focused on the online learning for professionals and executives. We have offices all around the world. So our founders actually are based in India. And one of them, Ashwin, went to Harvard Business School, and he had that opportunity to learn about sort of very elite, high-quality education. And our other founder had the opportunity to go to INSEAD. And so their vision was, we would like to take this really amazing experience that we had, and how do we bring it to people all across the world in an affordable and accessible way? And that's how we originally started. We have offices in China, in Singapore, which is our legal entity is based there. We have a big headquarters in India. We have a Middle East office, a small European office, a US multiple sort of people in US and also LATAM. And so what we do is we partner with best in class educational institutions around the world. So we started out in the US and we partnered with the likes of MIT, Wharton, Kellogg, Berkeley, etc. And then what we've done is we've also found the best in class regional players. So for instance, in Singapore, we have partnered with NUS, National University of Singapore. We've partnered with SMU as an example. And so we purposefully try to find the institution that each region and what is that institution that we want to partner with. So we have over 80 partners around the world. You know, I've taken emeritus classes. I think it's an incredibly interesting and really exciting model, especially because it's about education that is very, it's high level education. I mean, it's coming from very serious business schools and it really gets into some very deep and very important topics as Oxford, I think, has, has a bunch of programs. One of the things that is hot topic at the conference this year is artificial intelligence as well as skills. We've heard so many sessions where people are saying we have to think about skills and how AI can help us with skills. How are you thinking about AI and skills in this particularly interesting world of business and executive ed? Yeah, so it's interesting for us in executive ed to be thinking about skills, but it is, I think every learner wants to understand what is the outcome that they're going to get, right? So that's just sort of basic that you as a learner want to be able to understand what is it that I'm going to be building here? And what is the outcome that I will receive at the end of this program? And so we definitely hold that philosophy and we're building that into our courses. Our learners are extremely busy people, right? 
They want to see tangible results. And they're, most of our learners are 15 plus years of experience, right? So their time is very limited. And so they want to know what am I going to get out and how is that going to make a difference, right? So we really try to create actionable outcomes that are implementable in the workplace in the next seven days, right? right? That's the whole point. I particularly am very strong proponent of behavioral change. At the end of the day, why are we doing learning? Because we are aiming to change behavior. So if we can give our learners skills that will help them to either progress in their organization, change their organizations, nothing like, it. okay, here's my favorite metric. Okay, I'll be honest. 90% of our learners have reported that they have improved their organizations as a result of our courses. Because what that is saying is not only have I learned something new, but I've implemented it or I've shared it with someone else. And that is, for me, that's a victory. Absolutely. What's interesting about this moment is even people with 15 years of experience who understand their businesses incredibly well, have been promoted, are managerial or executives, are still novices when it comes to these new technologies that are creating a paradigm shift in so many different industries. Sometimes we call them digital transformation. And right now, I think we're calling them Jet AI. AI, what is AI going to do for business? How do you think about that? Absolutely, right? So to your point, People with 15 plus years of experience is the lifelong learning journey. We don't know. I'm in that category. We don't know what we need to train up on and learn. And so the upskilling is huge. And so that's something that we can provide. And we really try to provide relevant, critical topics in order for executives to be staying relevant and to be current. So upskilling is huge. I think also with the AI we need to think about how we're going to help our learners thrive and utilize AI. And so our approach, when we first kind of started to get familiar with this now, what, two months ago, right? Or whatever, woo, long time. But we're embracing it because it helps the executive, right? It helps the executive be more efficient. How can we really get our learners up and running and experts at the tools and the technology that's out there. For me personally, I'm very excited about the personalized learning, right? And we've done personalized learning, but this is different. This is a whole new level. And I think those moments of frustration in education that we all experience as children, remember, at least I remember the moments of tears or I just gave up or I threw something on the floor, right? Those moments I think potentially could be gone because we're going to be able to target the learning so precisely to what that learner is, where that learner is at at that moment. And I think that's really exciting. Learning could be fun. Learning's going to be more enjoyable, right? Hopefully. So I think that's one thing about that we're coming out of this conference. I was very interested about the skills and the level of granularity that people are going to understand these skills I don't know enough about it yet to, you know, I think I'm still kind of just processing about to what level we want to go to, but there's a lot out there. And I think that is going to be very disruptive to how we think about learning. It's going to be disruptive to a lot of businesses out there. We're finding out, right? We'll find out. 
It's so interesting because when it comes to, as you say, how much to slice up these skills, right? Is it one skill? Is it 10 skills? Is it a hundred skills? Is it, is it a thousand skills? And there are a lot of people here who are at this conference here who are, who have opinions about that. They're actually building products saying it's a thousand or saying it's one or saying it's 10 or saying, Oh, you, there's different levels and we can tell what level you're at. And what strikes me as so interesting about it in relationship to executive education or professional education is that professional education historically, not to be rude about it, but it's been a little hand wavy, a little bit, right? Even top schools, sometimes they're like, oh, you need to know more about leadership. And leadership can mean absolutely anything. And I'm not saying the education isn't powerful, but there's been no forcing function to actually dive down and define what these things actually mean. And now it feels like that might be coming. So uh, I'd like to hear you talk about that. So I think what the challenge was in sort of the higher education is that these skills are absolutely critical, but very hard to measure. You see, so I need to help my leaders be more agile. How are we going to measure that? I need them to have better difficult conversations. So it's not that the skills aren't needed. It's just that they've never been measured before. So the aspiration is, can we provide those skills and really give an amazing learning experience and really help the learner to say, by the way, you've really aced the difficult conversations piece, right? Nothing like it. So the content and the topics of higher ed are absolutely critical and even more critical as we're moving into a moment of uncertainty or, you know, a time of uncertainty. So it's just measuring and being more precise about what is being learned. And that's super exciting. The measure what matters, you know, is really important. And it feels like a paradigm shift specifically in this type of education, because as you say, you can't measure in the past how agile you are, how critically you're thinking or how strategic you're being. Then we have to just take our word for it and put it in practice in our organizations and see it work that way. And that's, that's powerful, but you have to do it in real life to even know if you're doing it. There's no chance to practice. There's no chance to get formative feedback and evaluate how well you're doing. It could be a really, really exciting change. Last question for you. I wish we could talk more. You've been at this conference. We're at the last day of the conference. What has jumped out to you as some of the most exciting things that you've heard? There's been hundreds of panels. There's 7,000 people here. What sort of jumps out to you when you go home and a week from now and say, oh, yeah, at ASUGSV, this is what I took away from it. I'm curious what you're going to say. I think there's so many ideas, so much activity. It's really hard for me to pinpoint. What I will come out were those moments that I had really inspiring conversations with people. And so I learned something new in a conversation, connected and felt affinity for what they're doing. These technical ideas, I will reflect on those. And in the next three or four days, I'll have better clarity on these are my three technical sort of But now it's just a series of just really, really interesting, inspiring discussions, moments. Hearing Freeman this morning, fabulous, right? Jane Fonda, hearing her story. And so Freeman Herbowski never even, I'll be honest, I hadn't heard of him before. So he was new to me, but just uh, coming in and by chance sat down and heard him speak. And I just admire his transparency and his he has a lot of courage. He has a lot of emotional courage. He's honest. And it was really interesting, his messaging. So yeah, 
lot of things. Yeah, it, it's a lot to digest, and I think we'll only put the pieces together when you look back at it in retrospect. But I think this is a turning point conference. I just think this is the fact that all of these technologies came out, as you say, you know, a few months ago, and everybody's trying to figure out what that means and what it means for them, what it means for their personal job, what it means for their company, what it means for the future of their organization, what it means for the whole sector. Wait, I just came out of a AI in higher ed session. It's pretty exciting. Well, Ashley Campo, Chief Learning Officer of Emeritus, thank you so much for being here with me. Thank you so much, Alex. It was great. Thanks for listening to this episode of EdTech Insiders. If you like the podcast, remember to rate it and share it with others in the EdTech community. For those who want even more EdTech Insider, subscribe to the free EdTech Insiders newsletter on Substack.